Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Revolution Recap. We have another debate episode for you here today. Uh, In this one, we are debating whether or not the Apple TV deal is a positive or a negative uh, for Major League Soccer. It's a really, really good debate. Personally, my favorite uh, of the three that we've recorded recently. So uh, just wanted to say right now that if you uh, have not already, please make sure you are following us on Instagram, uh, our Revolution Recap Instagram page and our Revolution Recap Facebook page. And of course, follow us on Twitter at Revolution Recap. Also, if you have not already, please make sure you are leaving us a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. The ratings really help out our podcast grow and helps people find us. Uh, And we wanted to give a shout out to our partner the Rebellion. Go check them out at anyrebellion.org right now where you can learn more about uh, how to become a member of the 2023 season. Season memberships are now on sale. We also wanted to shout out our partners at The Bent Musket. Uh, they now have an Instagram page, so make sure you check out The Bent Musket Instagram page. Check them out on Twitter at The Bent Musket. Uh, and of course, make sure you are following www.thebentmusket.com for year-round coverage. Uh, and of course, uh, thank you to our sponsor, Galasso Kits. Uh, go to galassokits.com and check out their wide inventory of jerseys, jackets, scarves, and more. All things soccer for uh, pretty much every soccer club you can think of, club or country. Uh, and when you find something you like, make sure you Use promo code REVSRECAP to save 15% off your order. Everything in the store at galassokits.com, you can save 15% off by using promo code REVSRECAP. And with that in mind, here is our debate on whether or not the Apple TV deal is good or bad for the league. One quick note about these podcasts. These were recorded on January 3rd. Another thing, too, is that we are taking one side of the position and we are arguing for that side of the positions. These do not necessarily reflect our actual opinions. We have Seth and Tanner. Guys, how's it going today? I, I am having a great day. Uh, I'm really happy to be here with you and Tanner. Uh, I'm looking forward to the debate. I get to actually just watch this debate, listen to this debate, and be the judge. So I'm uh, excited to see what happens. Yeah, you get to be the moderator slash judge here today, Seth. Uh, I, I know you've uh, been on a hot streak recently uh, with a win and a draw in our first two. Uh, as we established in the first episode, uh, you are a uh, longtime debate runner-up so uh now you get to change roles uh, and actually get to judge a debate looking forward to it uh so today we're going to discuss whether or not apple tv is good or bad uh we'll be discussing the pros and cons of it uh seth since you're the judge uh do you want to have me start or do you want tanner to start uh you've already talked a little bit so let's have uh tanner be the one that starts today all right uh this Apple TV deal, which starts in 2023, um, I think is a real detriment to the league. I think it closes the league off out of a really critical run here heading into 2026. I think it's really important for Major League Soccer and every team within it to capitalize on the eyeballs that are going to be coming towards just from the United States, from the world, but also from the neutral sports fan uh, for 2026, just hosting the World Cup. I think it's that big of a deal. I think it's a launching pad. Um, for the sport. And I think the fact that Major League Soccer is putting the vast majority of its games in local markets behind a pretty substantial paywall, um, you know, it's going to significantly deter people from watching the product. Uh, if, if you look at the cost for this, this is $14.99 per month or $99 per year. 
Uh, the league and a lot of the clubs have been very quick to point out that season ticket holders will get it for free, uh, but that's a very small percentage of their fan base, as well as a small, very, very, very small percentage of the total market. Um, there is going to be national TV games still. There's going to be some free Apple TV games as well. But when you're talking about if you're a New England Revolution fan, you have to pretty much pay for this platform. Otherwise, you cannot watch your team. And if you are a neutral fan within this market and the Revolution go on a hot run or, your fan, or one of your friends says go watch the Revs, it's a very, very high barrier of entry. When you look at this product compared to other leagues, $14.99 per month, that's the same that the NBA charges for its league pass is significantly more games that's more than what nfl plus is that's more than espn plus that's more than peacock that's more than paramount plus so major league soccer is putting their product up higher than their competitors and they're offering less and it really does close off this league and i think it's an insurmountable barrier and it's going to really stunt the growth of major league soccer and i think i actually provide an opportunity for the championship in usl uh, which has an espn plus deal which is only 9.99 per month which gives you a bunch of other content as well so I think first off, when we're talking about the Apple TV deal, we need to acknowledge the major, major benefit, which is that it's going to be providing financial stability for every major league soccer team for a decade. This deal runs for 10 years. It's $2.5 billion with potential incentives for major league soccer as well. So annually, this is going to give an estimated $7.5 million per team, uh, which is over 400% over their last uh, TV contract or the average TV contract uh, in local markets. Uh, and then uh, the other thing, too, to put this into perspective, according to Sportico, um, the Revolution have an estimated $45 million in revenue in 2022. And Sportico estimates that the top teams in MLS project around $100 million in revenue. Uh, and the average team is around $50 million. So adding $7.5 million to the revenue line item even for the top teams, for the top revenue generating teams, this is going to increase revenue by 7%. So there's a financial component for MLS teams that's going to stabilize operations. Uh, if you're in a lower market that doesn't generate a lot of revenue, uh, this is going to potentially bring you out of the red and into the green. If you're in a middle or top tier market, this gives you some flexibility to go out, spend more money on a designated player, spend more money in your academy, spend more money on your coaching. So th this is really good for the long-term growth of MLS in terms of helping teams get more money in their pocket and expanding and getting better. So th that's the first thing that we got to talk about with the uh, uh, Apple TV deal. The second thing too that I want to say is that Apple TV is going to create a product that is going to be more serious and more focused on soccer. And it's going to provide a better product for soccer fans. Yes, it's going to be a little bit more expensive, but they're going to have, have the ability to do pregame shows, postgame shows. Uh, they will not have any more reruns of the Big Bang Theory leading into games on WBZ. Uh, MLS is a niche product that has a passionate fan base that they might already be paying for MLS, or, or sorry, for ESPN+. Plus. Uh, they might already be Paying, buying season tickets. Um, I think that this is a product that people will go out and buy, and they're going to enjoy having it covered by more serious people around the league, as opposed to a local TV network that, you know, treats it as the fifth biggest sport in the area. And I think for, say, the Revolution, yeah, like, I, I think that some casual fans who aren't very serious about following the team, they might drop off. But, however, if you're a season ticket holder, you're going to have a better 
TV product to watch uh, on away games. Uh, you're going to have better analysis. You're going to have a better product all around the game. And I, I think that's going to be a major positive going forward for Major League Soccer. You know, I, I think the fact that the league is going to be controlling the broadcast is a real cause for concern, in my opinion. I think, you know, losing that local aspect, losing Brad Feldman, Charlie Davies on the call, you're losing uh, two folks that are watching every single game and they're covering every single game. So there's a real in-depth knowledge. The fact that it's going to be more centralized and league-based is really concerning. I find neutral broadcasters and uh, to be rather unwatchable. Um, and the fact that the league continues to consolidate it's media holding, uh, you know, through MLS.com and obviously now this. I think it's very concerning that the league has so much media power right now over its own product. Uh, I think, yeah, you're going to have your hardcore fans pay for this, right? Obviously. Um, but you really are limiting those casual fans. And you may say it's a niche product, which it is, but this is going to ensure Major League Soccer remains a niche product for the long term. Uh, it really does hinder, I think, the league's growth and ability to grow into a critical period. If this was... 10 years from now, I would say, okay, I understand the steel, right? You've probably grown as much as you can grow at this point. But the fact that you have 2026 and you have that launching pad and you're sort of shielding yourself from being able to really see growth that would put this league on the next level, I think is incredibly concerning. I did a poll um, a couple months ago on this and asked hardcore fans if they would pay $14.99 a month. And it was a 50-50 result on that poll, which that's kind of startling to me. And as you said, season ticket holders, they're going to have this. Well, yeah, they're going to get it for free. Um, so you're going to be limiting that. I, I think it's super concerning for the league. I think, yes, you're going to get that bankable revenue, but you're really capping your revenue, capping your potential. And I think at this point, you should be looking for growing your fan bases and getting footholds in market. This isn't going to get you a foothold in Boston or New England, a market they've really struggled, or even New York City where they've struggled to get a foothold. This just continues to close off the product. Last year, you had WBZ. That was over the air. That was the most successful this team has ever been. And now they're going to be the least successful they've been in a very long time. So I think it's incredibly concerning. And I'm really actually concerned about the future of Major League Soccer based on this deal alone. Well, you mentioned the WBZ deal, and I think that's a good example where WBZ, it was very successful for the revolution compared to previous broadcasts, but it still treated the revolution as a secondary team. I think that MLS has had 25, 26 years to build their product and market themselves locally. And in some markets, they have made a big a lasting footprint but in boston I, I think it's a good example of why apple tv might be better because wbz they, they did okay coverage um but ultimately at the end of the day they're going to prioritize the patriots uh, you look at 98.5 um you know their djs basically say over and over again they don't care about the revolution you have scott zolak saying he you can pay him to watch the world cup you have their morning show making fun of the revolution when they're uh winning the supporter shield um legacy media outlets in boston and in a handful of other markets throughout this country just aren't going to pay attention to major league soccer so as long as you are broadcasting through those outlets if those outlets don't care about Major League Soccer, why would people, why would casual fans care about soccer? Why would that convince people to go to Major League Soccer? I don't think it's going to. And I, you bring up 2026. I think people are more and more interested in soccer over time. And 
I think the 2026 World Cup is going to bring in a new generation of fans. And I think at that stage, streaming and online streaming services is kind of the norm. So I'm not in love with the price. I think you're right about the price that it's a little bit too much. But ultimately, when fans are going to become interested in soccer, they're going to pay for this product. Another thing, too, that you mentioned is that season ticket holders, they get this service for free. At $15 a month, you're right. That's a really high price. But if you look at what a season ticket costs, um, you know, it, it's almost beneficial that if you're going to two or three games, you just buy a season ticket because at that point, um, you know, if you're going to enough games and you're paying for an Apple TV package, you might as well just upgrade to a season ticket package. So I think there might be a secondary impact where you're going to get more fans going to games more consistently. And I think that's how you build a fan base. I think you bring young fans to games. They grow up with soccer. You know, I, I think the experience is in person and in a weird kind of secondary effect. I think that more you will have more season ticket holders as opposed to people that go to a handful of games a year so they get the apple tv subscription uh for free so i i think there are going to be some benefits attendance wise kind of as a secondary effect and i, I don't think that the price is going to scare off enough people who are diehard fans uh that long term uh, i i think this is going to work out and one more thing too i'm going to point out one thing that's growing in the united states is gambling and I think Apple TV provides a product, not just in the United States, but worldwide to watch Major League Soccer games. Soccer is one of the most gambled on sports in the world. And now you're providing a platform that anyone in the world can buy this product and watch all of the games. So I, I think that having a one uniform place to do it, um, it's, it's an upgrade from ESPN+. Plus. ESPN+, Plus as a platform, isn't that great? Uh, a lot of people are already paying for ESPN+. Plus. Uh, Apple TV is going to provide a more serious platform that's going to be available worldwide and if you look into the Cristiano Ronaldo negotiations with Kansas City, they use this Apple TV deal as a pitch to Cristiano Ronaldo that Apple TV is going to be broadcasting around the world. It's going to be a league that globally is going to be growing. So I think this is going to have benefits in-person attendance. And I think globally, MLS is going to enhance its reputation worldwide as it's going to be available to more global fans. Yeah, I think this is just way too expensive, simply put. I, I think the fact that it's not included in your existing Apple TV costs makes this a really tough ask. I understand what you're saying in terms of, you know, no one in your local market takes it seriously, but this is really ensuring that everyone that watches your broadcast on Apple TV is a serious soccer fan because that's what you have to be to pay 14.99 a month or pay for the yearly subscription. You have to be a serious soccer fan. And this really limits the casual fan or someone just getting into the sport because if you're just getting into soccer to pay 14.99 a month, um, you know, you're going to find another product, right? If you want to watch soccer, you'll go pay Peacock. Or you go buy something like that, which is less money. Peacock's four ninety nine a month, and you get the EPL. Uh, ESPN Plus nine ninety nine a month. So there's other options if you're going to want to watch soccer uh, that are going to be cheaper. If you're getting into the sport, you'd have to get into Major League Soccer specifically. And I feel like that number is just so small at this point. Um, you know, there's cheaper options to get into the sport and arguably better product. So I think there's a real struggle here for Major League Soccer to build long term in terms of fans. Um, Ultimately, I'm just really, really concerned about the uh, the league's future at this point because of it. I'll also say one more thing, and and then I can give you the, the final word here, Tanner, because I, I don't want to repeat too many of my 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 talking points. But first off, I, you can lower the price uh, if if the demand isn't as high as people expected. You can lower the price over time and maybe bring in more fans that way. But another thing too that's worth pointing out is that MLS is still going to be trying to put a, a handful of games on 
broadcast television. They're, they're still going to try to put MLS Cup on ESPN and Univision. They're still going to be trying to put, um, you know, I think the Revolution have one game uh, on national TV with Atlanta United. They're still going to try to broadcast uh, a, a lot of teams on cable television uh, and, and get some exposure there on nationwide broadcasts. So uh, there will still be some exposure to people that aren't willing to pay for this service. Uh, but when the playoffs come around, when MLS Cup comes around, if you have a game like you did last year, uh, casual fans are still going to be able to watch it and grow their interest in that way. So uh, I, I think that while I'm not in love with the price, uh, I don't think it's a, a total deal breaker. And I, I don't think it's going to have as negative an impact as people expect. But however, the pros of having a more serious product, having a deeper product and having analysis and a product that people are going to crave as opposed to local guys that kind of, you know, and and. You know, as, as I say, I don't want to trash WBZ too much, uh, but, um, you know, Feldman and Davies did a great job. And, and I think the people that worked on the broadcast, great. But outside of that actual broadcast, WBZ did not give a ton of promotion for the revolution. NBC Sports Boston did not give a ton of promotion for the revolution. And if you'll remember, their last TV contract was announced right before the beginning of the season. So... As I say, going back to my original point, this provides a lot of stability for teams where the TV aspect of it is out of their hands and it's providing a constant revenue stream that is going to stabilize operations for the team and they can focus elsewhere. Yep. Uh, honestly, I think the fact that you have everything in one spot is a downside. I think most fans just want to watch their team and that's it. I think there's a ton of neutral interest in Major League Soccer. That's really evident based on the lack of traction they've had in their national TV deals in terms of ratings and getting additional income. I think that shows that people who watch their team watch their team and not much else. And the fact that they are putting broadcasts on national TV throughout the year and making some of them free on Apple TV actually devalues the price that people are paying for their Apple TV subscription. Um, so I think overall, this is just a really bad deal for Major League Soccer. Um, you know, I think they went out and they got the bag, they got the money, but at the long run, I think it really kills the league. Well done, you two. Very good debate. Uh, I will say it was difficult for me to kind of judge this one. Um, generally speaking, I'm on Tanner's uh, point of view. Uh, I believe like what he was saying, that it's, it's very niche as far as MLS goes. Uh, I know that for me, I have friends and family who will sometimes throw a game on when it's on TV and they'll stop and watch it and talk a little bit about it with me. And if you put it behind Apple TV uh, and you put it up behind a paywall, they're just not going to pay that money. So you're going to lose some fans. So I, I totally agree with Tanner on that point. In terms of what uh, you said, Greg, I thought you did a really good job talking about how Apple's going to put together a good product, um, how it's going to be something that's going to get a lot of emphasis by, by Apple. Um, they're going to get a, a lot of money behind it. They're going to standardize the um, the product that they put out there. Uh, you did lose some points because I don't know about you, but I really enjoy watching a, a good episode of the Big Bang Theory before <laughs> settling in for some soccer. Uh, so I was a little concerned by that. I'm not sure if Apple will be able to maybe maybe buy a little, some uh, Big Bang episodes in order to keep, keep that local feel still there. Uh, so very close debate. I'm going to let the fans decide. Let's be honest. They're the ones that really matter more than me. Uh, but I'll be really curious to see what people vote for when it comes to this uh, deal. So this is a draw. It's an old-fashioned draw. Maybe because you didn't give me the win last time, Greg. Hey, you know, you know what? Debates are just like uh, if, if we're going to debate the Revs in Major League Soccer, we should have just as many draws as, as the Revs uh, have. So <laughs> I, I, I think I'm fine with that. So, um, well, that wraps us up. Thank you for joining me today, Seth and Tanner. Um, this was a good debate. Wish I could have ended with uh, one in the win column, but 
it is what it is. Hopefully, the fans uh, validate me and give me the win. Uh, but if not, we'll, I'll have to uh, we'll have to do this again another time and, and get some more debate episodes. But uh, thank you everyone for listening. We'll be back again soon with more Rebs news. Uh, until then, thank you everyone for listening and go Rebs.